Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always. It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Oh, man, Cash. For the people who first time hearing us, you know, even though we've been here for a while, been putting out this stuff, they may have just stumbled on to us, you know, you know. Uh, can you please tell them who we are and what we do? If this is your first time, welcome. This is if this is your if you're a reoccurring listener, welcome back. You know what we do is music, sports, entertainment, culture. Each and every week, we keep you abreast of current events. Every now and then, we may do things like only the classics, where we go back and listen to certain albums that resonated with Prez and I, and we stamp them a classic and dare you to argue. And then this other, <laughs> and then there's times where we have independent artists on and, and we put on for the culture like that to give them their, their proper shine. And and really, it's the order to put on. That's kind of how this podcast came to be. We talked about music and sports all the time and, and in particular music. So that's kind of where our basis is. And every now and then you may get all walks of life brought on here just to kind of chop it up with us and, and speak to their, their truth on whatever they're into, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's business. So on and so forth. So that's a little bit about Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. But this week, this week, Cash, what do we have on the agenda? New albums with Chris Brown, Giveon, Lupe Fiasco, Lil Dirk, French Montana, Roddy Rich. Like it was a lot of joints that dropped this week and some EPs, some deluxes. And, you know, so we're going to get into some of those projects. And then also we have some singles and some indie artists drops that that came about or just some people we want to put you guys on to that we've been listening to in the shadows so that's this week's episode 167 man i'm I'm ready to get started man where do you where do you want to start uh man so we had a couple big releases that came out uh the one i missed i'll let you go can't ahead tell, and can't tell it. the people how how you uh how in the world did you how how could you possibly miss chris brown dropping breezy okay i gonna tell you for one thing I'm a Lupe fan. I'm a Lupe stan, you may even say. So I knew Lupe was coming out a couple of weeks ago, right? Had it on there, automatic download, already up in there, right? Step 12 o'clock. I go run down the list. Once it came out, da-da-da-da-da, download them. Then I kept going about my weekend, right? For some reason, Givian was on the top of my list in the R&B section, but I did not see the Chris Brown when I was going there looking. I don't know if it released a little bit later on, on the... DSP I was on or what, but that did not pop on my list. And until I just had the combo with cash, I didn't even know it dropped because I had all the albums downloaded on my phone and I've been listening at those. I listened to Lupe a lot. I listened at the little Dirk, which, you know, he let's go and break out on all these things, man. But yeah, I missed the Chris Brown. So can you please start off with the terrible, Chris Brown? Ter- terrible. I don't know. Like all you have to do is click on, you know, search. R&B, this is what shows me who is the real true music connoisseur of this podcast. If any of you guys out there listening and watching, you guessed it, the camera's on me. It's me. But anyway, man, this uh, Chris, this Breezy album, man, is just like, just further <laughs> further cements him and, and what he does great is being able to be a collaborator as well as an originator. You know what I mean? He has a shit ton of features on here. You got Lil Wayne, you got WizKid, Fabio Foreign, Little Dirk, Her, Bryson Tiller, ESTG, LMA, Blast, Tory Lanes, and the list goes on, man. So countless dope producers on here. What I will say is it hasn't left rotation at all. Like it has a little bit of everything. Oh, here we go. Everything the goddamn goes to Chris Brown's past. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, man. So like, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, yo, this album is really dope. And normally, when I get an album over an hour, I'm I'm out of tune. But I'm moving around, I'm driving, I'm listening to it, I'm cleaning up the house, I'm listening to it, and I'm running it back, and it's just on rotation, just naturally. So th- at that point, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is probably one of them R&B albums for me that's gonna last the test of time throughout the year because. There's so many records on here, like full records. Like they, he got the, the 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 ballads, he got the uh, the joints. As far as the, uh, he, I said he worked with Wizkid, so he has that type of Afro beats. 
vibe. Then he also has some shit on there with Tory Lanez that's like super fire. He got the um, you know how Blast makes his his records press with like that little West Coast swing and bop to it. He has something with Blast on there, and he can get. He's like he's like the uh, R and B the game. You know what I mean? He's a chameleon. He can get with anybody's style and do it as good as them or better. So you better show up when you get on a record with Chris Brown because the the kid is just the kid. The man is just talented. He's just talented, all top to bottom. Prez, I'm still running it. I'm still running after we get off here and I get to editing and doing all that. Guess How what's many coming songs? on? The breezy. It has. Uh, I ain't counted up, but it has 24 tracks on here. Yeah, oh, it's 24. That's all of. It's 24. Yeah, it's 24 songs. There's, there's no interludes on here. It's 24 songs. I know what songs. I was trying to say. Like, uh, I, I know the last time he did, he dropped like 30 something. On and were the, like, we Chris mad? Brown don't play. He were made, we mad at it, made, though? No, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we were not mad at it at all. Nah. It lasts the test of time. So, uh, he makes sure yeah. he can tour off that for a while. Like, when he makes an album, man, he makes sure that, okay, this this right here is his own. I ain't got to go back to the old catalog. I will probably on the tour, but hey, I don't have to. I can just tour off just this and be done. You gotta, I gotta imagine this might be nerve wracking though, as, as far as touring and shit like that and picking the songs with having this much in your arsenal in terms of a catalog. Like, I would forget everything, man. I get on that stage and I, my mind will go blank. What song we got? What song we got next, boss? Okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because shit, 24 here, 30 on the last one, probably 17 on the one prior. I'd lose count. I'd lose count for real, brother. But yeah, man, overall, this this Chris Breezy, man, is something that you got to revisit. Like I said, they got the who's who of music on there in terms of R&B. He has ballads. He has the bops. He has, uh, you know, reggae, not reggae, I'm about to say reggae tone. <laughs> but he just has a little bit of everybody on it, um, everything for everybody on here, man. He doesn't disappoint. He, he right back with another, man, another another legend. And I can't wait to see the verses with Chris Brown versus Usher. Cause it's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> hey, will it into existence? It needs got to you, happen. Got I, to, got I, to. I, I, I was like, like I said, but I think when they do that one, they, it got to be a whole stadium. Whatever the biggest stadium, go ahead and do it on that stage right there. We, they, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, going to continue on next with the next person you got. We had uh, give you. Yeah, yeah, man. Tell tell us about the album you did listen to. Oh man, yeah. So <laughs> give you like one of those pure uh R B singers that we say we, we just mentioned early on, the verses and everything. So uh really enjoyed the album. Um couple songs on there kind of drag out. I, I, I didn't feel like he his voice uh, lended well to the like the 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 song or anything like that. But that was just probably one and two on there. A majority of the rest I really like uh like the the wilds, uh uh Unholy Matrimony, uh, This Will Do, that was a good one. And uh, yeah, Another Heartbreak, there we go. Those are the ones that would stand out for me. Do you like the fact that he does these type of records continuously? Like, do you you care whether, like, he does the I'm heartbroken, I've done wrong, Oh, I've been wronged, and he's in that vein every single time, and super introspective, and kind of going through. It just seemed like he getting a bad relationship after bad relationship, but it's making for great music <laughs> that comes out of the speakers, man. When I really listen to it, so I really don't have a problem with it. But I know he's one of those artists to where he—I know he's going to not have a whole lot of features. He's going to be a minimalist in his approach, but I know it's going to be somber. It's going to be reflective. It's going to be about breakup and heartache. And when I'm not in breakup and heartache mode, I don't know when I'm never... going to be a breakup and heartache. No, no, I'm not going to channel. I can get into it. But um, it's good music. It's good music. And as I was listening to it, like I had to listen to that in in what we're going to talk about next, Lupe, in the same... like It's just the same like tone. Like the, the tone was very somber. You know what I'm saying? And, and reflective and... I don't know if we know he has the talent, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I'm always going back to that. It's even with some of my other R&B artists that I like a lot. It's just like, 
I, I don't know. I, that's that's the. I, I get it. You don't appreciate somebody with the, a true vocalist. You you want the auto tune, the upbeat, and things that that nature. That's that's okay. It's okay to admit that. That's what you want. Uh, he's not gonna present you with that. You're gonna get the the, the true uh, singer. I, I get what you're saying too. He ain't gonna do the uh, the old school crooning and, and and getting that. He's gonna talk about like past relationship. He talks about more the negative side of the relationship than he talks about. And I the get it. Like, like, what's his it. name? Does that? He ain't like, doing no weekend. come and talk to me, girl. He ain't doing no no Jodeci song like that or nothing like this. No, 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 no. He's, no, no, he's no. gonna talk about you know a. Hey, been in this relationship for a while, I kind of messed up, you know. And, and me yeah, back. people do it though, but they do it differently. You know what I mean? Like you, like mm-hmm. I, I would say, like not the happy love shit, but like come and talk to me. Like I'm not trying to give him joke, like compare him to Jodeci, but like some of those things are relatable to everybody. Like some of the stuff he talks about isn't relatable to everybody. You know what I mean? And it's, some of it is toxic and all that. I mean, the weekend has done it. A lot of people have done it. Trey, Trey songs have done the toxic songs. It's just like, sometimes they have a little bit more. It ain't auto tune because Trey songs has up tempo songs and up tempo vibes. Yeah. I just don't think that this is his bag. Not to no. say that it's bad. It's just, a ballad, a ballad-like song for 18, 15, 15 tracks. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I can I can stand it. When I listen to it, great music. It's just on a random, any given random day, I just don't find myself coming back to it, even though I know it it's solid, if that makes sense. It's just sometimes I just want to throw shit on and and let it rock. You know what I mean? Chris Brown is something I could throw on that rock. Give me on. I may need to be in the mood for it. It's just to be in the mood for it type of music. I ain't trying to shit on it. But yeah, man, um, I'm going to let y'all stand them, take it away. I'm probably going to oh, say a few words, but uh, I'm going to let you have a show, man, because this is the day you've been waiting for for a couple yeah, years. Man. Since that Drogas, so- that Drogas Light Wave or whatever the, 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 the shit was called. You wouldn't. You want yeah, too much man. of a fan like, of that. He has his hits and misses. Like so, we're. And before, wait, 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 oh, to- let me lead you. Let me set you up. Before you get into, I see the smile on your face. I see the smile on your face. This might be. This might be its own breakdown. We might get 10, 20 minutes of content out of this, man. So, with further ado, <laughs> I, man. No, no. I knew you wasn't gonna talk about it on here like that. So I said I will say this for a bonus episode, but it's gonna happen. Oh, uh, yes, okay. We're he down, go, he gonna break it down. We are gonna break down track by track. I'll let you have it, man. Take it away, man. You know, Drill Lupe, Music and Zion by Drill Lupe Fiasco. Drill Music and Zion, man. And I love, like, you know, from the picture that he presents to, like, uh, everything that he's, like, uh, Lupe, when since he came out, you know, what he's trying to, the bigger picture that he's trying to paint, you know, uh, food and liquor, you know what I mean, that we got to have all negative without positive. And, you know, he points out the full nature of everything uh, that's going on in society. Always. That's kind of how, like, he the kind of been very poignant about that throughout his career. So starts off again with a song by what uh, Aisha the Lepore. So you know it was going to be good right off the jump off that because, I mean, that's the food and liquor. That's uh, when he came back and did uh, the food and liquor too. You know, he had these type of intros. So uh, glad that he had that at the beginning on there. It kind of set the tone for uh, everything that you're supposed to go up against. And then uh, 10 songs, 41 minutes. Didn't didn't stay, overstay as welcome at all on this. You know, uh, first couple of listeners, you listen like, oh, this is going to be some deep, like, nerd, like, Hip hop nerd type of stuff. You have to go back in and look at this and kind of really analyze anything that you're doing with uh, Lupe. So first, first listen all the way through. I was like, okay, he make not nam song for the radio, not nam. You know what I mean? This is for the fans of Lupe. You know, so and I feel like he didn't disappoint on that level, man. I told you, like I, I listened to this probably about six or seven times when it on the day that it came out, and you know just trying to follow through and listen to every little detail and trying to grasp what he's trying to say. And then I realized like, I probably wouldn't be the best person to review this because <laughs> already if I'm saying I'm willing to go ahead and end on that, like my, my biases is going to kind of show on this. I, I like this album. You know, I thought Miss Mural was a, was a standout. I liked the Naomi song, especially when he started talking about the, all the little, the Malcolm X box and all this little stuff, how everything, you know, trying to, you know, 
the whole grass of the song was just like, you know, how they try to fit you in and, and do all these little things. And he did that same little style, too, uh, on the earlier song where he was talking about the art, you know, where he was talking to the art director uh, or the artist, you know what I mean? And the person who's buying it, you know, kind of saying where they should put them in, how they judge them and stuff like off what they're going to put out there. So I different perspective 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 type rap concepts like on that he's coming in with you always just tying in his back verse to his first verse all this so that little part i love quickly in rotation but i understand it's coming from me and Hey, stand on, stand on. Hey, man, stand on what you stand on when it comes to your stand man. Like, it, it is what it is. Like, this album, like I said, I was we talking about Kendrick last couple of weeks, right? And we were like, hey, this album ain't bad. You even whittled it down to a certain number of songs, and now you like the album a lot more. Like, a lot more. I like other songs on the album. Like, we like most, most of the same things when we did our, our breakdown um, on it, y'all go check the audio for that and, and listen to that. But like, I liken it to a, a Kendrick. Like, yeah, you got to sit down and listen to Lupe multiple times. I've listened to the album probably three, four times now in, in total, and I enjoy Lupe just like you. I'm not as big of a stand. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of his earlier works, like maybe his first three albums, The Cool, Food and Liquor, and what's the one in the middle? What's the second one? All right. Nevertheless, this project, huh? Not lasers. Lasers wasn't a part of the first three. You had the cool food and liquor, and it was something something else. Anyway, but all first and fifteen series, all of that first and Fahrenheit. Like I've been a been a fan of Lupe since I could, I could begin. So anyway, whenever he deviates and does different things or whatever, still gonna rock with him because I know ultimately he's just trying shit. He's just throwing shit at the wall because he might be bored of doing the same type of raps, formulaic. But you get to this. You have an appreciation for it because you could tell, like you said, out the gate, press, he just don't give a fuck. So then we get into into the project, and now I'm I'm just going through it, right? And uh the few songs that I'll I'll say that I like is it's all about how you open the album. So of course I love the poem and opening and setting the tone for the album in terms of, you know, drill music and sign where he's going with things. But then you get into um just when I thought it was going to be very uh, low-key and just I'm going to have to get into this, I'm going to have to try to get into this. Then he has Autobato before he breaks up the monotony in the, in the album right out the gate. I think there's like maybe three, four tracks in. So he breaks it up yeah, and I'm correct. like, okay, I'm like, okay, cool. Got it. You know what I mean? Like at least he's giving you at least one bop. And then I, you know, I'm listening to an interview with him on High 97 and he did that particularly for the people like me that need to hear some rhythmic music too you know what i mean and uh, to just really nod your head or just be like, okay this bumps in the in the whip as well you know what i mean and he's still saying something the third album is lasers by the way it is so what's uh, what's the album that i like how dare you question my fandom <laughs> <laughs> it's one that i like you're talking about tessio and you but that came out that was nah. like oh no it's food and liquor too i like food and liquor too i like the cool, and I like, um, yeah, food and liquor. Tessio so I thought Youth was his best album. Laser, oh, I don't even count lasers, man. Yeah, I don't even count lasers, man. Tetso and Youth to me, um, food and liquor and the cool for me are my favorite too. Lupe. After that is Tetso and Youth. Strongest so light. I will admit, like that wasn't my my favorite. That was like him just coming on. Like that's when I I went in my little rant about like, hey, you you put up this big fight. You want to be off the label and all this, and then. The and this is what you project do. <laughs> off the label is what you you give me this like yeah. But then he he corrected with Drogas way, and then now we get this. Now yeah, get so the, now uh, we get this. So now we music. we back to drill music. Back to drill music in Zion, though, man. So Autobato um, Kiosk was another one that was dope to me in the concept behind oh, it all. Like yeah. I was like, damn, like, the damn, this is fire. Yeah, um, Miss Mural that you spoke to, but really, man, the one that caught me was uh, Naomi. And then um, on Fox, then that first verse was a bar, you know, and then he tied in that bar on the second verse. or maybe it was the third verse in that song, because I know this song is almost six minutes long. The last song on the album on Fox, then. 
And I'm like, yo, this dude is, is simply amazing. Like just saying, I, I felt like that, that one line and he was just picking out the contradictions, like you said, in us all. And like, if you ever listen to him or watch his, uh, uh, listen to his podcast that he had with Roy's back in the day or just his interviews, he's always like an <laughs> antagonist, but it's like with a purpose because he's calling out all of our hypocrisies. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what I mean? You'll say this, this, and this, but you still killing your own, you know, your own people in your hood. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't talk about, oh, they just shot up this person, you know, this cop, this, that, and the third. And, but you, you know, the second something go wrong in the hood, you killing this op, you know what I mean? Like he just points that type of stuff out. And and he just like, I, I like that type of shit because as I'm looking at society, I'm looking at it in a similar way. Like, damn, like, you know, I be listening to this gangsta ass shit music and they ain't talking about nothing fucking positive on here. But when somebody died, then I'm like, oh, rest in peace, such and such. You know what I mean? Like, is it just the the contradictions of, of everything? So I think he tackled that specifically in that song with the line. I want y'all to listen to on Fox them, listen to just the bar. He lets it rock out for the verse and then he comes right back into it and ties everything in and tells you why he felt that that bar was the only thing he needed to say in the first verse because it was very necessary. So all throughout this this project is just Lupe just finding the ways to tie in simple shit that's happening in society, but just doing it in different ways. You know what I mean? So, you know, he was talking about, he got the world on his delts. It's just like simple, simple shit like that. Like he's saying, but it's fire because Lupe is finding a different way to do it each and every time. And, you know, he a top tier lyricist and alien when it comes to rap. So, I'm still going to have to get through this. I'm, uh, you know, I do look forward to doing the, the breakdown on it um, track by track to really kind of discover all the Easter eggs, so to speak, that are in the verses or just the bars. You know what I mean? Because, again, definitely he happen. requires definitely this. Happen. He requires he requires um, that type of breakdown. So maybe we give that off to people as a Patreon episode and then we'll release it at some point here soon. All right, and then uh, another surprise one that came out, uh, Lil Dirt with the yeah, yeah, Deluxe. Twenty, Deluxe, yeah, Deluxe, 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 man. That really is a Deluxe of the because remember he had to reload it when he threw it. Had like, to I reload it, like throwing a few song. more songs. It just came on with the intro on there, and I, he may have threw a song on the backside. Remember he came out to reload it. I remember, I, I like this album when it came out. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I told you, it's the same, in, and same. then how he ended with the country song on there. Like, he, he had me, and I, I felt like that whole album was good. So when it come back in, I look at this deluxe, and I go like, okay, man, here we go, another one with the deluxe. I know everybody kind of got to get these deluxe fatigue at these points. The, some... Some people manage to give you something new and good, but it's it's so far and in between, you know what I mean? Most of the yeah, time, you getting... Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the one that we called uh, the Carter Five? You know, like <laughs> yeah, that was too like, much. It was this. bad. It was bad. Mu- it was bad music. So the difference. This this is where our hypocrisy and, and back to what we were talking about with Lupe. This is where we identify our hypocrisy because if it's good, nobody's gonna complain. Nobody's gonna complain. Just in this case with Dirk, I'm not complaining. I put this shit on. Oh. I ran an extra mile and a half. I, mean, I, I ran the whole album. I ran the whole album just because, just because it was just jamming. And I was like, I want to, before, you know, I settle down and chill and take a shower and all that. I want to hear the whole album. So I'm just, you know, running around extra. And I'm like, yo, this, this shit is jamming. Like he got, the, like, he got some joints on here. And then press, man, <laughs> tell us, tell people how, how he opened up the album, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, you can tell he's very aware of what's going on in this world. And, uh, you know, I think like people was talking about him being in the same vein as what's going on with Young Thug and stuff out there. So he opened up this album just like this deluxe is all cap. <laughs> <laughs> None of it's true. <laughs> so like that that little part, man. So that was on the so what. And then the minute I heard that, that was like... <laughs> Man, I gotta hear the rest of this out. Like, let's go with it. But he didn't disappoint. He kept my attention from that point, from the minute he said that, all the way until like the end of those searching. And the rest of the album was good too. Like, I heard that. You know what I'm saying those 
all 13 songs, I felt like was good. And I felt like this could have been another album. Like he releasing this as a deluxe. And I'm like, you could have saved this and put out a whole nother album. I think this would have, this, this would actually go, you know what I mean? So I like, so what I like, uh, hear back featuring money bag, yo, uh, he's getting way, he's getting a lot better, man. Money bag, yo. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Unhappy Father's Day. I I had to send you a yo, yo, yeah, screenshot man. of the lyrics. Yo, what is happening? What is, what is, <laughs> yo, I don't. I get um, being transparent and, and um, self loathing to a certain type type of point, but yeah, Dirk. I don't know. I'm not sure if you putting all this out here is you ain't shit, man. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like. I was yeah. like, I, I sent him a message. I was like, Dirk trying to solidify uh, Debbie Dad of the Year or something like that. Yeah, like, like, his this, paranoia was getting the best of him that's kind of avoided for him to actually like be there for his kids, period. Like, you got to hear some of these little lines and stuff. Yeah, the lines, like, it's just like, not to say it didn't make sense, but it's just like, fam, what, why are you not prioritizing your kid, man? Like, what what's going on? Like, why are you, why are you this way? Like, and it just, it came off that way. It didn't come off like, the oh okay damn I've been through that too or I could see how that could happen like there's no reason why he, he ain't being a good father outside of him not prioritizing the time you know what I'm saying and maybe he made the song to to acknowledge it yeah yeah but I don't know if he needed to make the song to acknowledge it if that makes sense you know what I mean like I don't know maybe some cats will resonate with it man you know that ain't shit either but yeah. yeah, he said, "How I'm divorced, but I blocked my kids' phone. Now they got a DM me, <laughs> <laughs> like shit, like that." that, that this song I said, just threw me off. Knowing somebody else gonna read them, like who? What? You block your kids, then send threats. To us. What's happening? Hey, hey, lose my number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dirk, you got me, man. Like I, I don't know where this song was going. It took me on a, a roller coaster ride of what the fuck. Like that, that, that's really where I was at the end of listening to the song. Normally, I'm like, okay, I can hear him being transparent and giving off that 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 emo vibe, and then still with the good beats and the good music to where you like, okay, I like I like Dirk. He just giving it his all, man. He you know voice voice of the people, voice of the heroes and shit, right? But this 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 ain't it. This ain't it. Uh, this probably should have been one that was left on the cutting room floor. Said, we got one more I, here, thanks man, thanks for mine. Like, my enjoyment. Yeah, it was my enjoyment, but yeah, that, like, that's I'm all. a real one. How I'm a real one, I ain't seen my kids. I'm just honest. <laughs> so it happens just, to us like, all, man. It happens to us all, man. When your kids are little, you ain't in the same country as them. You ain't in the same state. You, you're moving around. They don't pay attention. But I, I mean, I get it. You know, he's young, younger than us. He's going through it, man. And uh, overall, just... though, I'm telling you, that song still flows. You know what I mean? Like, it, even it, and that's the bad like, part, right? I'm listening so, to the lyrics. I'm catching it. I'm like, hold up, this don't sound like. Hold up, Dirk. But at the same time, like, good ass. He's song. telling his story. He's telling his story. Yeah. No matter how fucked up it is, he's telling his story. So uh, I get it, man. But like, yeah, again, man. Um, did you fin- did you finish saying the songs that you uh, was rocking uh, with? On two him? hours from Atlanta, and then uh, here in Cyrus. I like those two. So yeah, yeah. Those so are the ones I direct you right off to. But like I said, like everything that he added, I felt like was was good. And like, I'm not mad at Deluxe at all. It's actually this may be the new uh, what I grade everybody else Deluxe's off. You ain't giving me 13 new good songs or. Or just everything that you're adding has a ton of replay value, then like, get the shit out of here. Yeah, and this is uh this is where it works in reverse, right? To where this is how it should, this is what a deluxe should have you do, is go back and revisit that album that came out a couple months earlier. Like some people throw the 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 reloaded, the deluxe, or whatever they call, like within the same week. We didn't even have time to sit with the album that was 17, 18 tracks. For the first listen, like, how are you going to throw three more on me? Like, then it gets to become, oh, man, I ain't finished it yet. Now this is a, a task. It was already a task, but now it's a tall task. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's finding that that wiggle room to do it. But again, being hypocritical as we are, particularly you and I, in terms of what we like from artists is, yo, if you put out shit that's dope, we going to listen and we going to give you credit where credit is due and there's no, you know, one way to do it. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's dope music, it's dope music. But I think that uh, this works out for him because now I'm going to go back and let all, let's see, 31 of these songs. He, I mean, he, 
he may have Chris Brown to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this instance, because I'm off and on with Dirk. I don't know about you. I'm off and on some. No, I, I've been liking Dirk for like, yeah. Some stuff I like, some I don't. Divorce, divorcing the hero was good. Yeah, yeah I fall and, off and on with Dirk. You know what I mean? But this, this from the first project without any of deluxe or whatever. We, I think we talked about it. We on record as saying we we enjoyed it. You know what I mean? But and particularly me for this project, I like the of anything ESTG is on um, right now, except for. The song he was featured on on Chris Brown album, I absolutely do not like that. They put him on the wrong feature. But most of the stuff that ESTG is on, I'm in love with. It's Burglars and uh, Murderers was my yeah. shit. And then uh, Duty Low on uh, Did Shit To Me. I was like, yo, who is Duty Low, man? Like, I, I don't really follow all Dirk's peoples that, you know, really rap with him. But this this dude may have a little bit of future because I want to hear a little bit more. Uh, from him, man, and then uh, after that, smirk, uh, smirk out of here, and then two hours from Atlanta. So those are the four that I rock without the gate that got added to a playlist, and the rest may follow. You know what I mean? So you know, shout out to Dirk, man, dope, dope shit. Y'all check it out if y'all need some trap shit, some, some, you know, uh, how can I say it? I probably this ain't really trap music. If you just need some some dope vibes and shit like that, some summertime music. This Dirk Dirk will handle it for you, man. All right, man. That takes us on to the uh, next one. French, we got French, or do you want to go Roddy Rich? Well, yeah, man. Let's go straight into the Roddy Rich because now that I think it kind of plays a little bit better. Because uh, <laughs> when I yeah, heard the Roddy yeah, Rich, yeah, he sure. dropped the the big three. He dropped them. All oh, great songs so far. Like I, I love it. It's like right there. But I felt like him with his three songs should have been thrown on his album that dropped in December and make you go back to that because I felt like these type of songs are what was missing on that album. That's what we said in December. Just like, hey, you know, he came out with that big hit, the, the box and everything, and then you, you're kind of chasing some huge, of those things. You still yeah, want those type shit. Yeah, you want those shit. vibes, but like it was kind of missing some of those, but these type of songs, uh, real talk, I think, would be that one on there. And like, that's a great song, man. Just grabs them. Then they had Tussies, then No Mop, man. Like, three good songs. Could have thrown it on there as like a deluxe on to that last little thing. I mean, he's not that far removed. We talking about six months ago. <laughs> he dropped the album. So, like, just just put this on there and, and let that kind of get everybody to go back into your music. But exactly. unless you got something coming out and you trying to, you felt like that wasn't your lane, you're going a different way i can kind of see that too or, i just didn't see the reason for the the big three drop or but maybe they're good. they're good yeah they are good but or maybe he's just over that album maybe he didn't you know <laughs> you know maybe he may he may not ever say it you know what i mean but like if you made an album that you maybe didn't want to make or felt rushed to put out so to speak you may be wanting to put that in there, your rear view and just drop some shit that you know Maybe it lit a fire. Maybe people not really feeling that project because I remember when it came out, not a lot of people was talking about it. Um, not a lot of people was shitting on it either. It just the worst. The worst thing that could happen is either people gonna praise it or shit on it heavily. But the worst part for me as an artist is nothing. It's silence about your project, and that's what I felt would like happen on Roddy Rich's last project, especially after. The box, that shit lasted almost two years. That, that album with the box on it lasted almost two years, that song. I was still hearing that song when I was going out. So, yeah, man. But these three, these, these shits is dope. You know what I'm saying? So if he, if he, you know, revitalized and he doing shit like this, I think he these three songs is kind of what he did to the best of his ability on the first album. You know what I mean? Just stayed, stayed in his pocket. You ain't got to switch it up that much. You know what I mean? Just stay in your pocket and then you get in the album three, four, five. Then you can start doing your, your honestly never minds and your 808s and heartbreaks and shit like that. Then you could take risks. But I feel like play it safe in the beginning. Nobody ever needs to do honesty never mind again. Hey, man. Don't you do know. that. Don't be doing no shit like that. Hey, prayers, man. The numbers have come out on it, man. You want to hear some of the numbers on it? Honestly, never mind. As we as we navigate, I don't need. Don't tell me no damn the numbers. numbers have Drake. coming out. It was Drake. It was Drake. Everybody gave it a honest listen. Maybe an honest two or three listens, hoping they can find some jewels on it. It is Drake. You know what I mean. So if you give me first week numbers, 
I know they're gonna be amazing. That's I'm fucking with you, man. Oh, <laughs> okay. I just wanted to tell you numbers. We talking about numbers. You almost went into your Allen Iverson rap, man. Oh man, like, come on, yeah. bro. Like, nah, nah, gosh. nah, nah. But yeah, they they were, of course. It's Drake. He's gonna do his numbers. He's gonna do his thing. He, you know, whatever, man. Like, if people like it, they like it. I just know that. Like I said last week, house music ain't my thing. I'ma stay in my lane. I listen to a lot of different music, but house music is just one of those genres where no matter how good it is, probably gonna catch me listening to it on a random day. So I don't care if my favorite artist does it. It could be Jay-Z. Not I'm sorry, Hove. I'm, I'm out of here on this. You know what I mean? So and just like I was on Magna Carta, Holy Grail. So it can happen. It can happen to the best of them, right? So uh last joint, um, Harry Fraud, French Montana. You know, Montega. Brez, man, um, French, French did his thing on this, man. French did his thing on this, man. Harry Fraud, Harry Fraud did his thing on this, man. That production carried me through. He making a lot of people. Okay. Is he making a lot of people sound better than they are? Or are they just, are they just meeting Harry Fraud where he's at in terms of the zone of production that he's in? Because remember last year, uh, earlier in last year, like Jim Jones came, or did he come out with something this year? It was Jim Jones came out with something with Harry Fraud. I think this is the second joint in a row to where French did something with majority of Harry Fraud's production on projects he he's put out. But this kind of goes back to the mac and cheese mixtape days in terms of like there's no real um, radio friendly record on here that I think that French kind of typically aims to on his albums, you know what I mean? Like, they got amnesia. I'm not sure how much you into French Montana in terms of albums. I'm not saying that I'm... Not the, at all. Not at all. I, me, neither am I. But I know for the mixtapes and shit like that, and when he first started working with Harry Fraud, like me and other a few other people that I talked to that particularly like this combination, we always tune into this. If he does this, we always tune into it because it's just going to be, you know... Some really good features is going to be some really good beats and French actually presents well on this project. Don't overdo it. Yep. Don't try to become something that he not. Just yeah. rise out with it. Let's the let's uh the beat carry it. He he just adds his little mix to it. Really enjoyable. A uh, little bit more up tempo beats. Like I said, those were like my had this in the the gym with me this weekend. So like yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Not bad at all. So yeah, I highly encourage you. If y'all not French Montana fans and y'all y'all not y'all not gonna go to it, but if you're a fan of production and and y'all and I know the thing that's the thing that's the the hard part about it is I know a lot of people that that make beats and and do production and really fuck with Harry Fraud as a producer. Um, they're probably not gonna listen to this for for French Montana because they don't probably fuck with French Montana as a rapper, but. The caveat is this shit is done well. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, even, you know, my thing is like, even if you don't like a per, uh, particular rapper, if they do well on your beats and y'all just sound good as a marriage, like maybe you may want to consider that producer wise. Cause sometimes a producer can carry, you know, uh, an artist in terms of, and it, to me, there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of times a lyricist can carry a shitty ass beat. We don't say nothing about the, a terrible production that terrible producer may even get kudos <laughs> at times you know what i'm saying just based on whatever they're doing or not doing in the beat so like i said man um i believe i will add a lot of this french like maybe half of that project into some sort of gym playlist i think that's where it will sit with me um songs that stood out on here let me uh pull up the project were poetic um, with no justice for me blue chills Bricks and bags, my fault. All right. Um, I got uh, the joint, um, of course, like I said, The Kind of Girl with Rick Ross. They they floated on that shit. Um, I would love to hear more Rick Ross and Harry Fraud. I think Rick Ross had Harry Fraud production on his last project, if I'm not mistaken. That dropped uh, Rushmore Pack. I like that. You know, talking about the Mount Rushmore list, you know, coming at that. Uh, nice attempt. Uh, I like, like the bravado on that. Bricks and bags as well. I like Drop Top with Quavo, actually. Yeah. Um, and of course, you mean, you know, rest in peace to Chinks, Drunk Words, Sober Thoughts. That was a 
uh, dope one. And then um, the Guilty Pleasure song on there for me, Press, Shorty So Bad. <laughs> Guilty Pleasure song for me in terms of just, you know, ignorance at its finest. You know, everybody can enjoy a little bit of that and just up-tempo shit, especially, um, you know, with us working out and doing doing the gym shit and having that routine. So you got to have something for that. So all in all, man, good week of music. Uh, haven't spent a whole lot of time with a lot of these albums. Uh, you know, we listened to them two, three times. Prez with the Lupe 17 times. Um, but, you know, we, we you know, we'll do a deep dive on the Lupe because Lupe is one of those guys for us that that requires a deep dive, a, a track by track breakdown. We'll give that to you all as a Patreon episode and it will drop randomly. It will drop randomly throughout one of these next couple of weeks. Um, uh, moving forward, Prez, we do have a um, mid-year wrap up. So much music that comes out. Can't wait to do a, a annual wrap up. So we're going to do a top 10 list of sorts. Right now it's top 10 lists of sorts. We don't know what uh, it's going to be. We have to talk about what exactly that top 10 is going to consist of, whether we're going to do one list to the mainstream artists that, you know, have deals or established in the game. And then we're going to show love to our indie artists. I think we may go that route. Let's work on us. Uh, so that that's something that you guys can look forward to the 4th of July weekend. So you could ride out, enjoy that, um, listen to that on a plane, on a car ride, you know what I mean? And then rock out to some of our decisions, you know what I mean? You may have missed it or we may we may entice you to go revisit some shit because yeah. of something you didn't hear. So that's, that's, what, that's what we're looking to do in terms of music and um, anything else. I can't, I can't wait to hear where you got some of these albums that you can kind of like, you know, you grandstanded on at the beginning of the year and throughout the time frame and, you know, like where they really fit. Because I think some of these don't even make your top 10. And you was calling people out. You was calling people out on the way they thought. I want to know where Lotto going to fall on in your top 10. She wasn't in my top ten to begin oh. with. Like you, why you keep, why you keep putting these crazy things out here? I say just because I like, I like uh, the album, and the album wasn't bad or whatever. Now you won't bring like you always, you always try this shit. You always try to break up these random people that are you know is not in my top ten, but you gonna bring them up like it's, it's gonna be some type of entry. This Lotto's not in my top ten. I like Lotto. No disrespect to the young girl. She do her thing and yeah, she no, can no, spit. No, no. That's a good album. That's a good album. And but she I'm can saying, spit. You when you was talking on the album, man. No, you, I was talking really on how y'all don't be, how y'all be disrespecting women in in, in uh, hip hop. That's what I was talking about. If we being honest, that was the discussion. If you forget, but I don't want to put you out there. I don't want to put you out there. You know, when you come okay. for the king, you best not miss. Okay, okay. That, I knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. That's what I'm saying. Are you gonna give the respect? Is it gonna where is it gonna fall in your top ten? Oh, I can tell you right now, it's not gonna be in my top ten. Oh, okay. It's not it don't it don't damn hypocrite. Okay, you gotta warrant you gotta warrant you <laughs> your spot, man. You know what I mean? It's a, but I do know what's in my top ten, and it is a woman in my top ten, it's just not lotto. Okay, we'll wait to hear that. We'll wait yeah, to hear that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm very interested and I want to know. Well, I already know who it is going to be. I know exactly who you're talking about, but uh, it's. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave some intrigue. This is yeah, the podcast magic. So, what's some singles uh, or, or indie artists or shit that's like off the radar um, or something that you want people to revisit that you feel like putting out there on this episode before we close it out? Okay, I'm only going to mention one single. We're going to discuss this, and then we're going to let the conversation go where it's going to go, right? The game dropped a single, Violence. Yeah. Cash, uh, I'm a, I like the game. Uh, I really do. I like his music. I think Jesus Peace is a masterpiece, but I don't know at one point, and I'm just like finally just getting, it's, it's just too much of the style that he's kind of been doing. It's like really no... No further growth behind it, but the name dropping, man. I understand that's that's his that's what he kind of lives at. But I think even more with the name dropping, it's just like when I'm starting to realize like anytime he's talking about a woman, it's about a conquest or something that he got or, or a dream woman that he won out of it, like uh the whole of the or somebody he's trying to achieve. But then it seems like when it comes to any male uh artist or star, period, uh that's not named 50 Cent Curtis Jackson. They, they, you would swear they was best friends or they was like the best of neighbors the way game put stuff you know what I mean 
<laughs> like he just name drops all these names. Like, I don't know his relationship with Young Thug, but I ain't really heard him mention Young Thug in none of these other albums and shouting them out. And it just seemed like he's just capturing on the moment just because Young Thug is locked up. And then he's a current, like, he a current, he a current yeah. events rapper, Press. You ain't yeah. know that. He's he just like that, that, that part. And it's just like, bro, if you really want to do something, do something. Like, do, you, you're going to help out in some other type of way. But just jumping on his name to get like that extra little grab. And then like the John Madden. Only thing I heard Game ever mentioned Madden about is just, you know, when he got shot. Playing Madden, you know that was his little come, but like oh, yeah, yeah, clean the stain, <laughs> so to speak. him throwing Madden up in there. Like, why was that needed? That's another one of a recent death, and you just like trying to capitalize on and just like that. So I don't know, man. That stuff was it's starting to just like okay, man, enough. And and I, I get the fatigue that every some some of our friends been had with the game, you know. And it's, I think it's finally like starting to come on me, and I'm just like, but. I know it's songs I can go back to and there's good music. I will never find fault in the, the whole album of Jesus Peace. So like anytime I'm am getting this kind of jaded with it, I don't know. Well, 1992 was the last one. Yeah, yeah, and but, I think the his last full album is just like, I think that's, that's the thing. People get are tired of his antics, him being in his mid forties and still act. It's, it's all about, who he is as a person or how he presents um, on social media publicly. I don't know how he is as a person, you know, behind the scenes, but what you present and perspective is everything, right? You know, a perspective, but your perception is everything when it comes to who you are out here. So like he's been doing all types of interviews, all types of publicity talking about he's better than Eminem and all these different type of things. And he may or may not have the albums to hold I think he has the albums to hold up in terms of when he talk about the Eminem, like as far as if you go album for album, what do people enjoy more? You know what I'm saying? But not sure if that's, that's really where we want to go, but like he just does so much talking and so much nonsense. You know what Marshall I mean? Marshall Matters Encore. Come on, man. Like those are good albums. The Marshall no, Matters no, no. Encore. I, I, no, I'm just saying like if, if I had to match up, if I had to match up, I, that's not far-fetched is all I'm saying. Like, those claims like people may look at it and be like, I am the way are, you I am. Like, yeah. are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? But we, me and you both rock with game and me and you could both probably say on, we got four albums that yeah. we would, we, we would put up against a lot of other people's body of work and be like, you'd be hard. You're going to have a hard day dealing with game in his, he has a good ear for beats. He can rap. Well, he's a chameleon. It's just really, can you stand? Yeah, he- Anybody jump on the album on song with him, he always do well on those. Yeah. And he he his whole uh, his concepts and like what he does when he's like sequencing the album, always great. On so that always you good, I mean? always good, always on point with the bars, even in spite of name dropping. Like people still say this when people are objective about it, they still say this about him. Like yo, the dude can rap, the dude plays good beats. I just don't like him. And that's, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's to each his own with that. But I just think that, um, you know, he just needs to, at this point, let the music show for him. Because, listen, you have Hit Boy producing, Hit Boy and Kanye, I believe, producing uh, on this album. And how could you have a Hit Boy and, and um, Kanye West on this album and still manage to, to fuck that up by just doing too much name dropping. All you got to do is rap. You don't have to name drop. You don't have to do any of the things that we're annoyed with. Just make a classic. Like, I just want to hear where game is at in his mid forties. And, and, and despite antics, like I just want to hear him make dope raps because I think that he, he's not giving his just due in terms of who he is and, and, and what he represents as far as really, you know, putting on for the West at a time where, a lot of West Coast rappers weren't being given that light publicly in terms of just, um, you know, yeah, just the light. I'll probably say just the light publicly in terms of what the West Coast has to offer. They kind of, from a, a mainstream aspect and a representation, they were kind of gone for a little bit of time until Game popped up on the scene and started really doing his thing. So I rocks with Game, man, but this this song, so much potential with the beat, so much potential with the beat, um, and if him and Hit Boy got this type of chemistry moving forward, 
this, this this might be another one of those those projects to where my foot may be in my mouth in terms of even talking about this right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was just it was just a little bit of fatigue on it for for me. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I I don't know, and I know I can always just like like I said, I got those other game songs that I love, so I, I can always float back to it. But uh, this one, I, I don't know what it was. It just made me like, man, come on, man, like for real, like. But overall, like good. You know what I mean? Uh, like like you saying, the, the production on it was was well interested to see what game continues to put out you know but the the blatant the, the, i think the young thug little part when he was mentioning young thug, i think that what got to me it's just like come on man like really <laughs> really man like come on you just couldn't do it you just could not just like go without touching that situation yeah man any anything else that you were you were listening to in terms of uh music along the way that you want to put people onto or just say, hey, I've been listening to a lot more of this lately. I'll check it out before we let everybody go. Uh, I think Miles Monday dropped another one. So like that's continue like put on the list. I've just been been heavy into that too. So I, I, I've been talking about it the past couple of weeks. I kind of I get done with everything. I'm kind of floating back over to that Miles Monday. So. Yeah, man. Um, it really... Uh, only thing I've been getting into a lot in terms of like indie artists is I know Patty Honcho and Nums dropped a, a joint project uh, on June 24th this past weekend. So that's called uh, Life. So I've been listening to that. They've got a song on there called Trauma Bonding that I think you will really um, rock with, Prez. So check that out. Uh, our man Phil V, uh, he's been on the pod as well. He dropped something called Arrival. I'm just now getting into that, but I'm like maybe three, four songs into it. So I like what I hear so far from that. It sounds very different from his last project in terms of approach. So I rock with that. And then uh, Lacey Jackson, who we should have on the podcast here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about his project. Um, another 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 standout project in terms of uh, his discography over the last couple of years. Uh, so we're going to talk about only average to you. So average only to you. That's the name of the project by Lacey Jackson. So y'all check those folks out, man. But with that said, man, Perez, this is episode 167. We've kept you guys and gals long enough. We yeah. are out. We will be back for the 4th of July weekend, dropping off our mid-year wrap-up. I'm just, man, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. I want to know where you put this Corey LeRae, where you put this uh, Honestly never mind. Like, man, I just can't figure out. Let's fade him out. Let's fade him out. Let's fade him out. Let's fade him out.